So before we start, we're going to go into Lost in Space. Warning, Will <laughs> Robinson. Warning, Will. Warning. What we're going to be talking about today is about things that you put in your body to help your brain. Yes. But we are not saying take any of this stuff. Nope, and we are not endorsing anything. We are not recommending anything. We are just talking, talking. about it. So whatever you hear here, do your homework, study it, and then decide yay or nay, and go from there. Always be safe. The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello, this is Tim. And this is V. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast. And again, we have Zach from Biohack Zach. What's up, guys? Uh, to talk about no traps today. Ooh, smart stuff. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. And we're back, and we're going to get smart today, because we're talking about no-traps. And in ancient, no-traps is a Greek word. Yes, of course it of is. Of course <laughs> it is. So what does it mean in Greek? It comes from nous and uh, tropos. Nous is the mind in the bigger sense mm -hmm. and the tropos means to morph to change interesting it's um uh, yeah it's actually shifting your uh, mind so and that's in greek but, it, in but ancient... it's not a greek who named it okay of course uh and it's also there's a sanskrit word for it and yeah. it comes from in the ayurveda world yeah. and that is it's a uh, media rasayana and uh, media is the mind mm -hmm. and in the bigger picture. And Rasayana is to rejuvenate. Mm. And yeah. that's, that is more, that is Ayurveda. They that talk is about Ayurveda. that in the Ayurvedic text yes. is mm -hmm. to control the mind. Exactly. And so ancient Ayurveda yeah. did no traps. Yes. Uh, and today in biohacking world, Yes. It's called no traps. Yeah. yeah. So, so can it's, you explain a little bit about what no traps in today's world is? Yeah. So a a way to look at the word nootropic is just smart drugs. Mm -hmm. um, the Indians and ancient Chinese were the first to start mm -hmm. experimenting with different herbs and mushrooms and potions and tinctures. Um, mm -hmm. There's also some evidence that the Egyptians and the Greeks did that as well. Mm -hmm. um, but of course they did. Absolutely. They did everything. <laughs> but um, yeah, nootropics, I would classify it into three different branches. The uh -huh. first being nutrients, uh -huh. the second being herbs or organic material or mushrooms, um, and then the third being synthetics. And I think all three of them are very important when developing a regimen for mm -hmm. boosting cognition. Yeah, yeah. That fits. That fits perfectly the way uh, they... Ayurveda actually looks at it. And Ayurveda looked at it in more of the herb way. Exactly, because they were assuming that you were doing everything else. Yeah. So that's why they were assuming that your nutrition was already good. Already good. Mm -hmm. And uh, they say they didn't have the, say, the labs probably that we have today, oh, or maybe sure. we don't know about what they had. But they were very uh, focused on the herbs. The combination, though. Yeah. The combination of herbs. Yeah, and I think yeah. that a lot of people in the natural medicine space, mm -hmm. they have an aversion to synthetic molecules. Mm -hmm. But the truth is they're some of the most beneficial neuroprotective yes. ones. Yeah. So um, to, yeah. to, not, to not experiment with those is not to mm -hmm. give yourself full justice that what, mm -hmm. what they could offer. Yeah. Okay. yeah, and I know that uh, in the ancient days they yeah. would use uh, things like uh, Brahmi. Brahmi, yeah, yeah, and yeah ashwagandha. Ba 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 exactly. Yeah. Shilajit, uh, yeah. Guduchi, Yashtimadu, They had adorable names. Uh -huh. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> Tulsi, of course. Yes, yeah. And it, but 
back then it was uh -huh. probably a stronger herb. Yeah. So in today's world, you have to use a lot yes. to get the benefits that you would have probably yeah. had to use a little bit back then. Yeah, exactly. There is the soil was completely different. The climate was completely different. So the potency was. Uh, completely different yeah. than it is today. And that's why doing um, synthetics so, might be a better choice mm -hmm. in, yes. uh, in today's Ayurvedic world. Exactly, because even our food doesn't always give us what uh, they were getting, say, through the good food of the time, uh, at that time. Yeah. yeah, and plus we're living such unnatural lives. We're mm -hmm. so disconnected from nature as a whole. Mm -hmm. So um, when you mix nutrients with herbs and synthetics, you could really boost your cognition. When back in the day, you were living a much more natural life and uh -huh. the herbs were plenty, you know, that you just need a little something to give you a boost. Now, now she said a whole bunch of fancy cute names. Yes. Mm -hmm. What are the synthetic stuff that most people are looking at today? So the most popular, um, modafinil, it's a wakefulness promoting mm -hmm. drug. But that one you have to have prescription for, right? You technically have to have a prescription in the United States, but you can purchase it online um, from India, actually, believe it or not. But then there's Adderall and Ritalin, which are very commonly prescribed. But Modafinil and Adderall and all those, they're just stimulants. Those are not neuroprotective. So there's a few different qualities that nootropics have that stimulants don't have. Mm -hmm. um, nootropics will never be depleting. They'll, they'll always strengthen the brain over time. Um, they're neuroprotective, mm -hmm. and they are non-addictive. And modafinil and Adderall, those can definitely be considered depleting and addictive. Okay. So, so Actually, best choice is yeah. not to do those versus doing. Yeah. The so other. the Racetam family is a really good way to start. Um, mm -hmm. There were drugs developed by Russians in the '60s okay. to help assist astronauts going out into space. They were very anxious. And they had to figure out a way to curb the anxiety while maintaining their executive function. And I think a couple of them, uh, they, they were banned during Olympics or yeah. something, or they started testing uh, yeah. during the Olympic Games because they were giving athletes uh, an unfair advantage. I yeah, they, they do for sure. Yeah. They're, they're definitely banned. Um, just or because or they, at least some of them. Because yeah. a lot of the racetams, they increase something called acetylcholine, which is yeah. part of, which is really important for memory and, and learning. Mm -hmm. But it's also really important for like motor function and just, you know, motor function. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's why they're banned. So I know in Greece, it's over yeah. the counter. You yeah, can buy it just like you can buy right? gum. And yeah. it's called what? Yeah, and actually it's the pyracetam or piracetam. piracetam. And... Uh, uh, but the name of it <laughs> is no trap. The box says no trap. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So and it's you very can just yeah. Walk in and yes. completely legal. Yep. Just buy them mm -hmm. right over the counter. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, they say that uh, uh, at least uh, say the the rule of thumb in Greece is uh, that uh, this is only for older adults who are like in a home or mm -hmm. something. It's not for. Uh, uh, like the yeah. general population. Exactly, the yeah. general population. Yeah. yeah. But they don't. But they don't stop you. From no, buying. they don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. they don't. In fact, we found that uh, most of the the stores mm -hmm. had three boxes. Yeah. Really. Of it. So yes. you could go in and buy three boxes here. Yeah. Go two buildings down, and yep. there was another pharmaceutical, mm -hmm. and you could buy three more boxes. Exactly. Yeah. And it's dirt cheap. Yeah. It was yeah. like two dollar. Two, two. I think two fifty uh, euro. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So like, like uh, less yeah. than $3 yeah. for uh, about uh, five days worth, yeah. six days worth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think the reason why it's more marketed towards older people is because that's where these studies get funding for. You're not going to yeah. see a study ever to for just cognitive function of a healthy yeah. adult. You need to be treating some sort of um, ailment yeah. to, to get that money. So. But everyone could benefit, for sure, from, from nootropics. And they encourage more blood flow to different regions of the brain. Mm -hmm. Well, we're talking specifically about the racetams. Mm -hmm. um, so they'll, they might upregulate GABA, which is something that – it's an inhibitory neurotransmitter. And it helps with anxiety and socializing. Mm -hmm. And with drug addiction and drug abuse, you could really downregulate GABA production and just live in a chronic state of anxiety 
or just being uncomfortable. And these mm -hmm. could be tools for managing um, healing yourself. And same goes with dopamine and same goes with, with um, acetylcholine. So it is actually like helping you get out of your own way in other ways? Yeah, so it's... So quit overthinking? Is yeah, that for, for, for that, for, for, that uh -huh. for those drugs like coloracetam, for example, and fasoracetam, those affect uh -huh. GABA. But um, they, like, you know what they say, neurons that fire together, yes. wire together. So yeah. generally taking these things over time will actually increase your intelligence and mm -hmm. increase your cognition even when you're not taking it because um, – because neurons that wire together, fire together. Exactly, yeah. Or fire together, wire together. <laughs> so, so you would say it almost helps you figure out, uh, like, what it feels like for a while. Yeah, and yeah. And try to focus more on that, right? Neve develop new habits mm -hmm. and say you catch, say you are not taking them for whatever reason and you catch yourself uh, going back to your old habits mm -hmm. or something. And you at that time, though, you have the ability to say, okay, wait a minute, let me, like uh, let me reevaluate. Yeah, exactly. But, so, but would you be saying then that if you're not going to be doing anything that day, mm -hmm. say it's, it's a go hang out at the beach, yeah. day, that wouldn't be a good day to take those types of things. It would be a more of a day when you're really going to be focused and working hard. Yeah. You know, um, different situations call for different supplementation. So yeah. Look at taking supplements and nootropics like spices in the kitchen. You're not yes. going to throw every spice in every dish. But uh -huh. for going, hanging out with some friends or going to a party, you know, maybe hold off on the racetams, but take some CBD or uh -huh. some Tulsi so you're feeling more socially fluid and so you can be your best self socially. But um, you don't need to take these things. That's another yeah. thing. It just raises your baseline over mm -hmm. time. Yeah. I know that uh, – uh, like the first time I heard of this was during uh, when Dave Osprey yeah. like 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> he was starting to talk about things like that. Mm -hmm. But as we look into other things more, mm -hmm. uh, coffee. Oh, yeah. With butter. Oh, the yeah. good coffee. <clears throat> yep. Exactly. And then uh, chocolate. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because actually, uh, both coffee and chocolate have uh, some of the ingredients, <laughs> say, that they put in. Uh, in a lot of the nootropics, yeah, at least for the uh, an additional for effect. sure, yeah. Like there's yeah. coffee bean extract, exactly. Um, they call it like a like neurofactor. I'm pretty sure mm -hmm. is what they call it. But um, yeah, theobromine, the, yeah, too. theobromine. These are all things that incite similar mechanisms in the brain. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they're often paired together or associated together. Yep. And theobromine is Greek, right? Of course, yeah. And it's considered the food of the gods. Really? Because if you have enough of it, <laughs> you do you feel... You certainly feel like, amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Drink some good cacao, raw cacao from South America. Exactly. You feel different afterwards, I'm telling mm -hmm. you. Exactly. Yeah, we were able to, when we were in Okinawa, a, uh, a chocolate factory or yeah. chocolate store mm -hmm. opened up. And uh, it opened up on... Four, the, 420 was his opening day. Nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you understand that uh, little joke. Appropriate. Uh, yeah. yeah. So he opened up on 420 yeah. and he had, you could, we taught uh, a couple courses there. Mm -hmm. So he would talk about chocolate mm -hmm. and we taught power yin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we had a yoga class along with a Ayurvedic class mm -hmm. along with him explaining chocolate and how those three things mm -hmm. all go together. Mm -hmm. And he had uh, the chocolate bean yes and yeah. he, but he and also had, made he had drinks the, pul the pulp yes too. oh wow he, he yeah. had the pulp from uh, the cacao pod actually so which is usually something that's being discarded so, i just killed a mosquito yeah <laughs> <laughs> florida things yeah uh -huh. So, yeah, the cacao pulp, and that was from Brazil or yeah, Cuba yeah. or from... Yeah, uh, that was probably the best chocolate I've ever had came yes. from Cuba. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Because yeah. uh, you can't get it here in the States, but he had a whole bunch of chocolate that he was making from Cuban mm -hmm. cacao, yeah. and that was delicious. Wow. Yeah. Yep. yep. So. And the Cuban part reminds me of cigars, which reminds me of nicotine. Uh-huh. That's Good even point. another... 
And it's not a lot of nicotine, no, it's a small just, dosage. Yeah, yeah, just the right amount. Yeah. So not yeah. smoking a pack of cigarettes. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't even think smoking cigarettes does it because you're getting all you the You have crap. too much of the toxicity. Yeah, yeah you want yeah. to take a patch or yeah. gum or some sort mm -hmm. of oral administration. Or sure. a really good cigar. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, so those are three things, mm -hmm. not a Cuban cigar, but yeah. uh, you can have a cigar for a little bit of that you can yeah. do chocolate yeah you can do coffee mm -hmm. is there other other foods before mm -hmm. we get into actually let's take a break and talk about foods and then more stuff stay mm -hmm. tuned do you like what you hear the spartan mind strength podcast is available on apple podcast and all other popular podcast destinations please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review it helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you. So we were just talking about coffee, chocolate, uh, caffeine. What other types of today's food can we add before we get into the supplementation? So if mm -hmm. I didn't want to do supplementation, mm -hmm. I didn't want to do the Ayurvedic herbs, mm -hmm. is there food that will make me smarter by either eating or drinking without it being a supplement? Yeah, absolutely. Well, fats, mm -hmm. um, healthy fats. Um, it's not just eating the right fats, but it's not eating other types of fats. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. of course, salmon and small fish are great because of omega-3s. Oh, Your brain... Again, back to Greece, when we were there, you could get bait. They called it bait fish. And you would buy like a, a pound of bait fish mm -hmm. and oh, it was like five euro. Wow. And you ate for the... That was a delicious Yeah, I'm sure, night. I'm sure. Um, so, yeah, there's fats. Um, eggs are an incredible source of choline. So... Mm -hmm. Eggs in the morning is yeah. an, is a superfood, truly. Yep. Um, yeah. Butter and then uh -huh. C8 oil and MCT oil. Um, these are all things that get converted into ketones, which just is actually your brain's preferred fuel source. Your brain would prefer to be run off of fat than sugar. Mm -hmm. So, um, but with that being said, not spiking your blood sugar too high is another really important thing to maintain good cognitive function throughout the day. Now you yeah. said MCT oil, and that comes from coconut oil. Yeah. So is is it okay just to do coconut oil, or would you be better off doing MCT oil? Coconut oil is fine. Um, M there's a little bit more to it. MCT oil is more refined, so you're getting more of the ketone boosting uh, fatty acids. Um, when you take coconut oil, you're getting a whole bunch of other parts of the plant, which have their own benefits. Yeah. In it by itself. And for people who don't like the taste of, of coconut. coconut oil, they yeah. can go with uh, MCT oil. Absolutely. And it's, yeah. Or even better, C8, which is a, a thing that's like caprylic acid. It's a form of MCT, okay. which is the best for brain function. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and now olive oil. Yeah. Uh, olive oil can work also as long yeah. as it's good olive oil. Good, right? yeah, not but it doesn't have with... as much of those words that you use. Of the MCT <clears throat> or the C8. Yes, mm -hmm. it has other benefits totally. that they don't have. That, and that's where the whole thing is. You want to have a nutrient-dense and diverse uh, totally. diet totally. if you have access to yeah. it. Now, with that, uh, he was talking a little bit about fat. Mm -hmm. And you had mentioned, yeah. what is what does Ayurveda say about butter, ghee, things like that? Ayurve like Ayurveda's... One of the two, say, most important nutrients is good fat, which would be either grass-fed, grass-finished butter or ghee, mm -hmm. because ghee is clarified butter. Mm -hmm. So so for better results, you want grass-fed, grass-finished ghee, but if you don't have access to that, you start with regular butter and you can even make your own ghee. Yeah, and if you don't buy grass-fed just animal products uh -huh. generally, yeah. they have way more omega-6 yeah. oils. Like the ratio of omega-3 to omega-6 is, is exactly. more skewed in the negative direction. Yeah. So um, it's really important to have a balanced um, fatty acid profile yeah. in your diet. Exactly. No. So the ghee, Ayurveda says, that's what Ayurveda used to say. That's where Dave got mm -hmm. his brilliant idea from. It's not new. 
Mm-hmm. But he marketed it. He opened it up to the whole world yeah. because he demystified it. Yeah. So he did the tremendous. Uh, he gave tremendous benefit to the world. Yeah. But Ayurveda had al- always said, start your day with just ghee. It, Ayurveda doesn't specify the amount mm-hmm. because everyone is different. Mm-hmm. And, but start your day with just ghee because you are helping your body cleanse mm-hmm. and have sustained energy at the same time. Yeah, there's a certain molecule in ghee that feeds like the gut bacteria and you need saturated fat to produce hormones and to mm-hmm. produce neurotransmitters. So starting your day with that is just setting yeah. yourself up for a good day. Yeah, it's almost it's almost doing a daily cleanse yeah. because you need the good fat in order to actually not just feed your brain or anything of which that. Which is good. Which is good, yeah, tremendous benefits, yeah. Uh, but also for any toxins that you have, the only way to get them start moving, detoxifying, is to soften them up, to oliate them. That, that makes, that, that, that kind of makes sense. Like mm-hmm. fats are usually stored, or excuse me, toxins are usually stored in fats. Mm-hmm. Um, but fat, the fat is created mm-hmm. because of the um, toxins. Yeah, it's so it's like a vicious cycle. It, it can't. So, like when you start your day off with ghee or uh-huh. with fat, you are not spiking insulin. So technically, uh-huh. you're still in a ketogenic exactly. state. So you're you're burning more fat mm-hmm. if you start your day off with fat. Exactly. So theoretically, you would be detoxifying right. if you're burning more fat. Exactly. Yeah. And then uh, you are feeding. Uh, you are brain, like we mentioned, but also you are feeding the other membrane, which is very important, the gut membrane. Yeah. And you are feeding the membranes of your cells. Mm-hmm. So then the cells communicate better mm-hmm. and also don't let uh, stuff that's not supposed to go in, go in, and stuff that's not supposed to go out, go out. So it's almost, it's like the protective mechanism for yeah. the cell. Yeah. yeah, every single cell of your body uh-huh. has a, something called phospholipid bilayer. Uh, and it's yep. like the layer. Of big uh-huh. <laughs> I know, right? You must have taken some brain food. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Um, but yeah, every single cell of your body is encased with fat. And you yeah. want to have good fat to encase your body exactly. or encase your cells. And your entire brain is basically fats and proteins. Yeah. So yeah. you are what you eat. Oh, okay. Okay, attack. <laughs> and you are attack? what you eat, ate. Exactly. Yeah. You are what you eat, ate. And, and you, are, you are what you store. Yes. And that fits because you brought up, well, toxins are stored in the fat cells. And yeah. the fat cells are created because of the bad stuff we are eating. Because we are supposed, we are supposed to have fat. Uh-huh. For a, a, some percentage has to be fat. But what happens is the more crap we put in, mm-hmm. the, the reason we say get fat or obese is because of the crap we put in. That crap goes into the fat cells and the fat cells start becoming larger and larger and larger. Mm-hmm. And once they have a certain size, our body regenerates them. Yeah, it yeah. They divides start, them, actually. Yeah, they start producing their own hormones, and, and they become a... They, they, they basically induce more cravings. Exactly. Um, they make it harder to get rid of the fat, Exactly. Sure. And uh, when we keep the insulin relatively leveled, then we can burn more fat. Mm-hmm. And then... That gets rid Start, of your toxins. Exactly. So you're actually doing a Ex- mini cleanse. Exactly. So Ex- you don't have to do those fruit and no, uh, vegetable drinks all, every day? No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's where Ayurveda comes in with a basic, trivial start with ghee. Or whatever good fat you have access to. Or better yet, a green juice and ghee. I would ah. argue because, because that fat would allow more nutrient absorption. Uh, well... Well, yeah. well, well. Yeah. let's get into it. <laughs> so Charaka would say, so what Charaka would say is 
if your digestion, if, if you are not healthy enough, so if your digestion is not tridoshic, Vada Vida Kapha, you shouldn't be putting any anything else other than good fats and good animal protein in your gut mm -hmm. because our gut can't digest it. Mm -hmm. And uh, any benefits that it might have, we are not absorbing them. From the from, from the vegetables. So the juice can, is not... Um, there are benefits. Yeah, like wheatgrass juice definitely reduces your risk for cancer. But the anti-nutrients that it puts in, mm -hmm. if the person is not ready to receive that, mm -hmm. that's where the that's the whole thing of um, charaka comes yeah. in. Yeah, at least the Ayurvedic point of view. Yeah, I, I, I would argue depending on who you are and yeah. the state of your gut, exactly. like anti-nutrients and, your goals. and your, goals. your goals, exactly. Um, anti-nutrients may or may not affect you depending exactly. on who you are. And if you were to eat a primarily animal-based diet with fats and proteins, mm -hmm. you have to eat organs. Like there's no exactly. way around it. You yeah. have to eat heart. You have to eat liver. You have to eat kidneys. Mm -hmm. Like that's going to be the only way to get all the nutrients. Now with that, I'm going to bring up what uh, Commodity Ayurveda mm -hmm. says. And Commodity Ayurveda says, uh, and I know you probably know it by heart, that you should only, you cook meat. Yes. And you only eat meat mm -hmm. when you're sick. Yep. And you, the more sick you are, uh -huh. the more the meat should be yes. cooked. But they don't say what sick is. Exactly. And sick is... <clears throat> what is the definition of health? The definition of health is you have to have balance. This is through Ayurveda. Yeah, balanced doshas, mm -hmm. balanced digestifier, and a bunch of other stuff. So the ba balanced digestifier means vada pita kapha. Mm -hmm. Not you are va you were born vada and you keep it vada. You were born pita and you keep it pita. Means you have all three qualities at the same time. And the balanced digestifier means. You are, the fundamental is the good kapha is your gut membrane is healthy. Mm -hmm. you, there is no so, leaking <clears throat> gut. There is yeah. no IBS. There is none of that. You don't, when you eat, you don't feel bloated. Yeah. When you eat, you don't burp like crazy. Uh, you don't have a flatulence. You don't have, you know, all, all that. You don't have acne, for example. Yeah. All those things. So, yeah. yeah, I was going to ask. So, like, would... Um, what, what are some ways to know that you have good digestion besides the acne and bloating, like, um, like, or, or rather what are ways to get good digestion? It, would, I would liked it... your first question. Okay. What, how do you know that you have a good digestion? Yeah. Right. So if say someone who has to eat all the time, can't go say more than three or four hours without eating. That means they don't feel weak, they don't get headaches. They, they people, get angry. They get angry. Or people who just think, oh, I have fast metabolism. That means, according to Charaka, they don't have healthy digestion. That makes sense. And the reason I know, and I am so opinionated about it, <laughs> mm -hmm. is because I was one of them. Yeah. You were told that you had yes, fast digestion, yes. you were very pita, right? Yeah, I was very pita. My digestion was pita. I could eat and digest anything. Mm -hmm. And you had to eat again and in a I had hours. to eat again and again and, and again. today, you can go two, three, four days, days without days eating. Without yeah. eating. Yeah. And I can still function. Mm -hmm. I don't get the headaches. I don't I don't become a bitch on wheels. I become... <laughs> I am a bitch, but I'm on wheels. <laughs> um... So I'm curious, like where like coffee enemas would come into digestion. Is there anything in Ayurveda that um, talks about that? I know we're kind of digressing a little bit, but having a clean colon is amazing for mental clarity and for, for and, and it digestion. starts from what you put in. Starting your day with ghee, with uh, MCT, with a CA, mm -hmm. uh, grass-fed butter, mm -hmm. all that, and, and in the coffee, right? That does it. Everything, Charaka says you want to do everything internally, but from the top down. Because that's smoother, that's easier in your digestion. Less invasive. Less invasive. Yep. And I know that uh, Panchakarma yeah. uh, talks about yeah. en enemas. And, and Panchakarma yep. is an old 
yes. old style. Yeah. But it's now been changed in yes. today's Ayurveda yeah. to five specific things. Exactly. Enema is one of them. Yeah. Panchakarma means? Panchakarma means five actions. Pancha mm -hmm. means five. Karma means actions. And even though commodity Ayurveda says it's this, 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 it's very interesting. Charaka says they were not specific. Oh. It depended. It it would depend on which area of India you were at and what was going on with you. So it but didn't say these five no, exact things. No, and actually, and actually, in uh, the very pancha karma was some some say those techniques, whether the five or the additional ones, were not applied unless the person had serious, serious issues, okay. and they had done the oleation and uh, the heating. So, like they say, infrared sauna, mm -hmm. right? Or just sauna, mm -hmm. or going out in the sun, or, uh, or sipping hot water mm -hmm. for internal heat. Yep. So, in reality, before you do the five... Yes, you have karma, to do... The, you sh they should be visiting yeah. you. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They should yeah, be visiting you right. doing yeah. all that other yeah. stuff. And yeah. if that doesn't mm -hmm. work, because I know many people that have gone to India for Panchakarma mm -hmm. and come back in worse shape. I could imagine. Yeah. yeah. Worse shape than when they went. Exactly. They should have just stayed here and mm -hmm. drank coffee. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and ate McDonald's, actually. Yeah. And go and do Panchakarma in India. It's too much. Yep. Yes. The but flight... The different food, the shock all of to the, the body. shock, mm -hmm. you know, it's so culture. Yep. And, and here in the states, and this is, yeah. I, I'm just gonna bitch a little. <laughs> Please do. Here in the states, uh, we have Ayurvedic practitioners who are not doctors, mm -hmm. who are not nurses, are prescribing and doing panchakarma, which is illegal, mm -hmm. and you're being taught how to do it yeah. in the colleges. So you go to an Ayurvedic college, and they teach you how to do uh, panchakarma. But you're not allowed to do it unless you're a doctor or under a doctor telling you exactly mm -hmm. what to do. So are they considered like actual medical interventions? Yes, yes. they are. So they besides are. enema, what are the other uh, four? It, so it depends. Some of them are uh, giving you um, things, giving you juices or tinctures mm -hmm. that are going to make you throw up, the mm -hmm. vamana. Uh, giving you stuff that's going to make you poop like crazy, virachana. Mm -hmm. uh, Giving you, uh, putting stuff in uh, your nose, uh, like nausea, but hmm. all forms of stuff. Putting stuff in your eyes, like collyrium, and uh, uh, and then the bloodletting. Yeah, was, that yeah. is so interesting because I'm hearing so many parallels with ancient um, Native American mm -hmm. and especially yeah. Central and South American yeah. Yeah. Uh, traditions. Yeah. And, and, and the thing and is, bloodletting, if you want to bloodlet, and, and it is amazing, it does yeah. work great, yeah. go give... Uh, donate blood. Donate blood. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. Why put a leech on you uh, if you can go donate blood and help another human being? Exactly. And they, however, the, the bloodletting and the way they used to do it the proper way, long ago, is amazing in saving lives. Mm -hmm. And I remember an article, I don't know if we can find it again, uh, a I don't remember if it was a plastic surgeon. Or I think it was in Sarasota. In Sarasota. Mm. He saved a kid's ear. By uh, putting a leech a exactly. on his ear. Wow. Exactly. I've heard about this. He was able to reconnect yeah. the yep. kid by using leeches. And in London, mm -hmm. we in uh, one of the courses yes, we taught yes. at, there was a doctor from India who came over yep. and he gave a whole course on blood leeching. Did he it bring was, leeches with him? He didn't bring leeches, <laughs> but he had videos he had of videos how it was wow. doing, and, and, he, and he, this is how people exactly. who had lost, uh, because of uh, uh, diabetes, diabetes yeah. fingers and toes, yeah. and how he was using leeches to bring blood back mm -hmm. to the toes and the fingers in order to have them keep yep. their fingers okay. and toes yeah. instead of cutting them off. Wow. So it was interesting video in more ways than one, watching yeah. him do it and For go sure. through it. But it, he was showing it, and they were showing the studies mm -hmm. on it. Now, I don't know what we can do here in the States, what's legal or not, but... The uh, medical doctors yep. can, medical uh, doctors can, can probably find a way yep. to... Because there is a lot that's going yep. on but you there. Can't, yeah. You can't expect somebody that just went to a weekend seminar 
becoming an yeah. Ayurvedic or Ayurvedic practitioner exactly. toss a leech on yeah. you. Yeah, for sure. And and there's also many other ways now to increase blood flow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and that's the thing. Increasing blood flow helps helps the brain. For right? sure. That's why exercise yeah. Yeah. creates uh, so endorphins. something sometimes when I really have to perform uh -huh. mentally, I will take my nootropic sack and I'll also juice some beets because beets are really good for nitric Him oxide. And juicing. <laughs> we have to have an offline discussion. <laughs> Which, by the way, we're going to take a break not to have an offline discussion, but I want to talk about your stack. Okay, when we sure. get back, for sure. Stay tuned. And we're back, but before I start talking to you about your stack, we are not recommending, this is not a... Uh, this is, we're not prescribing anything. We, this is just educational, fun... It's not medical advice. Exactly. Yeah, consult All, your doctor yep. before and Even any before changes. eating butter. <laughs> yep. And I, I like the one thing is uh, use common sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for so, sure. So yeah. tell us about stacking. So, like I said, I know stacking from bodybuilding. Yes, so yes. So, um, f my first rule of thumb is when it comes to trying these these nootropics, you have to try them one by one. Mm -hmm. You don't want to buy five things and take everything one day, because then if something goes wrong and you start feeling depressed or anxious or something, you don't know what caused it. So, tread slowly. Um, but my personal stack. So I use um, a brand called Zach's Stack. Zach's Biohack. I have Zach's Stack. So um, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of the Racetams. Okay. Um, they're multifaceted. Some are great for socializing. Other ones are great for computer work. Um, for example, fennel racetam is probably the closest thing to modafinil that mm -hmm. you can get. Um, it's very. I've even heard it's better sometimes. It is better. Yeah, yeah I took some. I, I took some yeah. fennel racetam today. Yeah. Um, so it's very mentally stimulating. So it's mm -hmm. a good coffee alternative. Um, there's coloracetam if you want something more of like an alcohol replacement, something that makes you relaxed, reduces your inhibitions Does a little it taste bit. Taste as good as tequila? Much worse. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Much worse. Um, yeah. So there's the racetams. Um, Fasoracetam is being studied right now for an ADHD medication, which mm -hmm. is awesome. Um, and then you have to take racetams with choline, which is a precursor to acetylcholine. And um, the choline, it, so it doesn't get, give you a headache, right? Yes, yeah, yes, because, because um, yeah. yeah, choline is basically a neurotransmitter that's produced for memory, learning, mm -hmm. for motor function. Um, so if you're taking a racetam, you're going to increase the, the use of those molecules and you need to replenish that. Yeah. Um, so it's not going to be depleting. Um, besides that, there's CBD and, and Tulsi and magnesium is a fantastic tool for, for accessing that parasympathetic nervous system. Um, which and that's is, why they recommend it for sleep too, right? Yeah. The magnesium. Yeah. Of times. And it's also great so, if you're about to have like a talk or something uh -huh. and you're about to, you know, have some pressure on you socially, mm -hmm. it'll kind of turn down the edge a little bit. Um, when, when developing a nootropic stack, you have to taking consideration what you need it for mm -hmm. yeah. because like the difference between a stimulating stack and an anti-anxiety stack mm -hmm. can be polar opposites. Mm -hmm. So um, it's good to do your due diligence and do a yeah. little research. It shouldn't be something that we should just take today because we heard about it. On no, this yeah, no, yeah, no, you, you, you should buy a sample pack with small amounts of a variety of things and try them one by one yeah. to figure out what works for you. And also like not doing it all the time is really important. Yeah. It's okay yes. to do it like one thing, let's yeah. say 30 days straight to see mm -hmm. how that affects you. Mm -hmm. um, but use it tactfully, use it with yeah. intention. Um, because let's say you increase too much acetylcholine, then you, you, depression can come yeah. in. You become robotic. Your exactly. brain is working like a champ, yeah. but you start kind of disconnecting yeah. from people because you're reducing yeah. that emotional intelligence. Yeah. So it's also important to to access higher states of emotional intelligence, and that's where microdosing comes in. Yeah. Um, psilocybin in particular, it increases something called brain-heart coherence. So this allows you to make decisions based off of what you your heart actually wants. So you're, you're going to make better food choices. You're going to choose better words when talking to someone. 
Um, if you are, if you are a nice guy, though, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. And, and it's also really important when I say microdosing psychedelics. Mm -hmm. um, this is a sub perceptual dose. Mm -hmm. So for for mushrooms, this is no more than a twentieth of a gram, or an LSD, a hunt like fiftieth of a gram, like lit or not a gram, but um. Yeah. Yeah, like ten micrograms. Yes, and I know like Tim Ferriss is yeah. actually doing stuff today in London, yes. uh, they're talking about, they're doing studies for that, and yeah. they're, doing, they're yeah. doing a lot of great uh, studies. Yeah, yeah. 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 Into but, it but, being something good versus yeah. what it was in the exactly. 70s, where yeah. you wanted to yeah. jump off of a, because uh, you thought you were an orange. Yeah, yeah, I foresee in the future a Nobel Peace Prize being given to some researcher because mm -hmm. of psychedelics are the future of mental health. Mm -hmm. Um, they could cure PTSD, they can yes. cure depression in a single dose. There's literally nothing else like that on what, earth. What was the guy's name? Tim, uh, Tim uh, Leary. Tim Leary. Yeah, Tim Leary. Yeah. 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 Leary, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the thing is, and that's where the, the dosage is very important, uh, is that a lot of times, a lot of them, like, I, and I remember, I think Dave was talking about it uh, with modafinil, mm -hmm. that say modafinil, for example, will make you more of what you already are. Mm -hmm. So if you are an asshole, uh, modafinil will make you more of an asshole. Yeah. And that's where a lot also uh, what's going on in a different way, but it can have the same result, the psychedelics and all that yeah. stuff has to be because uh, very, very controlled environment yeah. in how you yeah. do what. Because what I've seen in, uh, exactly. is that uh, if you look in the Ayurvedic mm -hmm. world, you have kundalini energy, yes. yeah. rising your kundalini energy. Yeah. Not kundalini yoga, no. completely different thing. <laughs> it's not kundalini energy. So don't it, go take a kundalini class thinking that you're doing this. Yeah. It's, it's two different things. Uh, kundalini energy rising. Yes. You have to have almost like a psychiatrist, a guy, a guy of some sort. And that's the same thing if you're going to be doing yeah. uh, LSD or anything like that. For sure. You, need, to, you like need that guy to be able to walk you through things. Yeah. yeah, so like LSD and psilocybin in particular, like mm -hmm. that induces kundalini awakenings. Yes. In, a few hours when people spend years trying to achieve that yeah. state. So tread carefully because um, where there's light, there's darkness. Mm -hmm. And um, that's why with, with, with microdosing, you have to know where you're getting it from. You have mm -hmm. to be very precise with the measurement. You don't yeah. just take like a little mushroom and say, okay, no, you weigh it out. You grind it up, then weigh it out. Um, you really want to make sure you're dosing appropriately because the tiniest bit too much could totally ruin your day. Um, but the right dosage can totally make cha transform yeah. your entire life because you're not feeling it. It's just subtly affecting your, your yeah. being. And I think uh, I've heard more from the people that has screwed up their day yes. than the ones that have. Because yeah. I know you actually had yeah. a, one of your... Uh, uh, Teaching assistants at yep. the Ayurvedic Institute. Yep. Uh, yeah. She wouldn't, couldn't leave her house for over two, two years. years. Uh, because of a she kundalini experiment, yeah. not drugs even. Yeah. It was just a kundalini experiment. Mm -hmm. uh, she started seeing and hearing people mm -hmm. that weren't there. And so she wouldn't leave her home. Yeah, she, she would got, see entities. Yep. It was, and, and also it was supposedly a controlled environment because she had a mentor that walked her through all that. Yeah. But wow. it was a bad mentor. But, yeah. Wow. So it was, and the, yeah, and even now... Um, so tread lightly. Exactly. Yeah. It's yep. tread, and even David Frawley said, you know, certain things, just leave them alone. They are going to come. Yeah. Come yeah. It's time. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like LSD in particular has this ability yeah. to bring the subconscious mm -hmm. to the conscious, mm -hmm. which could be incredible for like PTSD or depression or mm -hmm. trauma. But um, there could be some cobwebs in there that got brought exactly. up to the surface. Yep. And um, I'm not going to go into any detail, but I had a kundalini awakening and I went through a dark night of the soul for about six months. Um, I wasn't as bad as not leaving my house, but I didn't hang out with any of my friends. Um, had to learn how to meditate and, and not take any substances, not drink alcohol, no caffeine. And it was extremely challenging. And I thought the rest of my life was going to be that challenging, but it was so rewarding because 
I learned how to work with myself in a different way. Which is, that brings me to my next question for both of y'all, mm-hmm. is, because I've seen this in the yoga world, mm-hmm. uh, people want their kundalini rising, mm-hmm. and so they start practicing kundalini. Kundalini yoga. Or any type oh, of yeah. a, a, yeah. intense breath work, oh, yeah. but they still are in the city. Exactly. Thinking that doing yeah. this will make them... Uh, enlightened and yeah. cleanse your yeah. body yeah. and what i've always been telling them is you need to first start cleansing your body you need to cleanse your mind yeah. and then go into the kundalini rising so do you think that it's the same thing with the microdosing where you really need to become the person you want to be and then start messing with it instead of messing with it so you think you'll become the person you want to be um I think, so when we're talking about microdosing, we're still talking about a sub-perceptual dose. It will enhance meditation, but it should not incite any sort of high. Like, you should be able to go to work on a psychedelic, or on a microdose, rather. Please do um, not drive any or use high, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, one thing that they can do is they can make you realize the person you want to be. Because there's less baggage and blockages. It, that's what they're used for. They open up blockages. Mm-hmm. Um, which could be very detrimental to some people mm-hmm. and in, incredibly therapeutic to others. So um, you know yourself. Um, yeah. Just go slow. And I think um, if you're nervous but curious, I encourage you to to be stay being curious and don't let the fear discourage mm-hmm. you too much because you can find profound effects from, from microdosing. And I know there's churches yes. even here in Florida that... Yeah can assist you yes, yeah. Yeah. in that. So yeah. I know that like LSD, you can't get that here in the States. Yeah. No. But there are churches that will do I, other yeah, ayahuasca and things like ayahuasca. that but, that might be able yeah. to walk you through things like that. Yeah, yeah I would I, I would personally not recommend the, the churches here. Um, yeah. if, if you want to experience ayahuasca, I recommend setting the intention to going down to where it's from. Because mm-hmm. those people are masters. Like they've been doing this for their entire lives. And I haven't heard the best things from the places up here in the states. See, and I haven't heard a great, a lot of great things about going out of the country yeah. really? because yeah. people disappear. Yeah. I've heard of that, but I think far more people don't disappear. So, I, of course, there's dangers. Yeah. So make sure you bring a friend. Bring a friend. Yeah. Do some scouting. Yeah. Yeah. Listen and to your friend doesn't yeah. do it so that they can watch over. Exactly. You. Yeah, but, what, but in, yeah. In, in the ceremony, no. Everyone that's in the ceremony drinks the medicine. There's, yeah, that's part of that's part of the tradition. But your friend can be sitting outside of the ceremony. Yeah, yeah, they could. Yeah. They can stay up all night for you. It's yeah. a, it can be a, a scary thing because there is a fine line. Because it's huge what you said that it brings stuff from the subconscious that, need, when addressed, can be very therapeutic. Uh, what a lot of the Ayurveda words say, Ayurveda and Sankhya philosophy is. Sometimes the stuff from the subconscious can be so intense that it, the person can't handle it. Absolutely. That's where the whole thing is. You want to be, it's that you want to stay, you want to be curious, right? You want to take risks. Yeah. Uh, it's that, uh, I, I like to say calculated risk. For sure. And have it's a grounding a, practice. Exa- you know? That's yeah. the thing. It's yeah. the grounding. And for practice. anyone listening to this that's curious, mm-hmm. if you focus on your breath and focus on the exhale mm-hmm. and change, if you're feeling a weird feeling or a bad feeling come up, change your environment. Go yep. for a walk. Leave mm-hmm. the room. Um, just changing your environment and it's getting in touch body. with your breath mm-hmm. is the key to avoiding a quote-unquote bad trip. Yeah. So, we talked about your stack. Do you uh, recommend any company yeah, for, for doing sure. your stacks? Um, By Optimizers, they are a awesome company. Um, they are now making nootropics, which are incredible, but they also have uh, liquid B vitamins, which are neural vitamins. Mm-hmm. Um, they're basically cofactors for a whole host of different processes in the body. So, I would recommend that. And um, I do have a discount code, BiohackZac10. We'll and, put that in here. Yes. Um, but besides that, um, you can go to Nootropics Depot, and they have different Rastam sample packs. Highly recommend trying them out. Start with the basic one, then maybe go to the more novel compounds. Um, there's plenty of research on them. Like, they're totally safe. 
um, although they have not been approved by the FDA. Yeah. Um, they're kind of in this gray zone where they're technically a medication and technically not a supplement, but they can be sold as supplements. Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, Qualia Mind is also, or Neurohacker Collective has a has a product called Qualia, and that's also mm -hmm. a good shotgun. There's some yeah. Ayurvedic herbs in there. There's some yeah. vitamins in there, and then there's also some synthetics in that's there as well. That's what you showed me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Took a little bit of that today mm -hmm. as well. And what do you recommend? What company? Because I know you used a different company. The Picnotropics. Yep. Uh, that's it. They've been around forever. Yeah. So, so, the peak nootropics. Everybody are, has a list and we'll yeah, put all their yeah. names mm -hmm. in the yeah. thing and your code. So, that's the one I would mm -hmm. use first. Yeah, and, for sure. Yep. It, it, it's <clears throat> just as far as the vitamin goes, like it's a mm -hmm. great B vitamin. Yeah. Um, also, Bacopa, I'm sure you're familiar with, yeah. is one of the most powerful herbs for your brain. It's so good for you. Ashwagandha um, can cause estrogen issues in men, yeah. but if you have high. Ashwagandha is a nightshade. So yeah. it can mess up women too. Yeah, but totally. Ahead, yeah. Um, but if you have high cortisol, it yeah. can definitely help balance your cortisol, uh -huh. which could be game-changing for some people. Lion's mane mushroom is another one of those uh -huh. um, compounds that are really good for growing new neurons. Uh -huh. um, and and same, same goes with psilocybin yeah. mushrooms. Um, but with the mushrooms, there can be allergies or some sort of yeah. histamine allergic reaction. And those you should be taking in the morning because that it, if you're doing a fast, you don't want the those the because that's carb, carbs. The carbs. <clears throat> yeah, so I take. Is I, there enough carbs to throw off your fast? No, or? I take a liquid tincture. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I prefer LifeCycle. It's an awesome Australian company. They uh -huh. include a species of plum that has a lot of vitamin C. So you absorb way more of the the nutrients and the mushrooms. So that's what I would recommend. Lion's mane, take that at night. You will be dreaming all night. You'll remember your dreams when you wake up. It just you wake up feeling very refreshed. Cool. Uh, Brahmi, the Bacopa Moneri type. Um, they've they've done studies. I remember that from a while ago on uh, mice that it reduced the sperm count on male mice. Yeah, can... So. Uh, <clears throat> So always look for the uh, contraindication. Absolutely. Or, uh, Speaking of contraindication, just before we end, would you like to talk about uh, beets? Beets, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so anything that boosts nitric oxide is going to help with brain yeah. function. So mm -hmm. if you have nootropics in your bloodstream or vitamins in your bloodstream, in theory, Boosting nitric oxide, whether that's beets or even niacin, um, those it'll help absorption of those things. So definitely, and if you don't like beets, <clears throat> uh, nose breathing. Yeah, nose inhale breathing. and yep. exhale through the nose will increase the nitric oxide because that's a very important part. Or go okay. for a sprint. Or go for a sprint. Exactly. Yep. Excellent. So uh, let's call it a. Time here. <laughs> Call it say a night, night, night. <laughs> and because I think we've been talking all day. Yeah. Uh, say how they get hold of you. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to reach out, please do via Instagram, Biohack Zach with a K. Um, but if social media is not your thing, you could always email me at Zach at BiohackStudios.com. And those will be in the notes along yes. with all the other stuff. And V, say night-night. Until next time, much, much love from all of us. Namaste kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive. If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both. And subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, namaste kala which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program, copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.